I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. For tonight's bedtime story, I'm going to tell you about my first two girlfriends. Well, not really girlfriends. More like crushes. I hope it is something you are interested in. As you are growing, it's good to have friends. If you are a boy, it's good to have friends that are boys, and it's good to have friends who are girls. If you are a girl, it's good to have friends who are girls, and it's good to have friends that are boys. And it is important to do so. Because when you grow up, it is good to get married to your best friend of the opposite sex. I truly believe that happiness is being married to your best friend. Right now, I'm married to my best friend, Tamara Snell Mulford Hill. Before Tammy, I was married to my best friend, Juanita Ray Hill. In this bedtime story, I will tell you about some of my friends who were girls and who I wanted to be my girlfriends. None of these friends actually became my girlfriends, but I wanted them to be my girlfriends. You might say that I had a crush on these girls. This story is a true story to the best of my recollection. It is not a fictional story. However, I may have enlarged what I can actually remember to try to make it a good story. My very first friend who was a girl that I wanted to be a girlfriend was Donna McCune. I first kissed her when I was four. Actually, I last kissed her when I was four. Let me tell you about it. When I was a toddler, I liked to crawl under the church pews to entertain myself during church services. Do you know what a pew is? You're right. You're so smart. A church pew is a bench you sit on during church. However, when I was a toddler, I didn't like to sit for very long at one time. I was fidgety. Fidgety means it's hard to sit still for a long time. Are you ever fidgety? I found it very entertaining to crawl under the pews. I would crawl under and pop up a few rows ahead or a few rows back of where I was sitting. I liked seeing who was there. More than once, I got toddler food from other families, and you know I like to eat. As I grew from a toddler to a preschooler, my parents didn't like me to do this anymore. But on occasion, I would sneakily slither onto the floor and crawl under the church pews. Because I was no longer a toddler and only one year away from being a kindergartner, I was more adventurous. One time we were sitting in the back of the chapel, and I made it all the way to the front and back. And I got three helpings of toddler food. What an adventure! The last time I ever crawled under the church pews, I made it nearly to the front row. I made it to the pew occupied by the Clifford and Joan McCune family. They had a family with children about the ages of my brother and me. One son was John McCune, who is now a general authority in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
But the child I remember was Donna McCune, who was a nice, friendly, pretty little girl. I popped up from under the pew, and she was playing on the floor there. Wow, she looks so cute. I'll never know what made me do it, but I leaned over and kissed her. A little pick on the lips, like my mom kissed me goodnight. It was fun. But I looked up, and I could tell that brother and sister McCune did not like it one bit. So I scurried under the pews again and headed back to my family. I thought, maybe I better not kiss any more girls for now. And I never kissed another girl until I was 17. I'll tell you that story later on. Donna McCune was with me that fall in Mrs. Kennedy's kindergarten class at Branza Forty Elementary School in Santa Cruz, California. I wanted Donna to be my girlfriend, and she wanted to be my boyfriend. In those days, if you had a girlfriend in kindergarten, she would chase you around the schoolyard during recess. I told Donna I wanted her to chase me around the dodgeball circle during recess so we could be boyfriend-girlfriend and everyone would know it. She agreed. I was so excited. When we went outside for recess, I stood by the building waiting for her to come out. Then plop. Something wet hit me on the head. Can you guess what it was? I bet you cannot guess. It was poop. It was white and wet and the poop from a swallow. Yuck! Our school was three stories tall, and in the top there were swallows who built their nests out of mud. There were hundreds of them. And one of them pooped on my head right before I was going to have my first girlfriend. I wiped off the poop as best I could with a used napkin I found on the ground. Then Donna came. She looked a little nervous. I felt a little nervous. But off I ran across the schoolyard to the dodgeball circle. Donna ran after me. I wasn't very fast, so it was very easy for her to chase me. For just two seconds, I felt so happy. Donna was my girlfriend, and everyone was going to know it. But then I heard a cry. I looked back. To my horror, Donna had slipped on some loose gravel and tripped and skinned her knee on the asphalt when she fell. Her knee was bleeding quite profusely. I felt so bad that I had caused her that pain. Donna had to go to the nurse's office to get a bandage. After that, we decided we would just be friends and not try to be boyfriend-girlfriend anymore. I think we were both relieved. My next crush was Jennifer Hawkins in Mr. McGill's fourth-grade class. She was a redhead and kind of reminds me of Anne of Green Gables. She was feisty and fun. I liked her very much. And I was in luck. Not only did I see Jennifer in Mr. McGill's class, but because her father taught art in the Santa Cruz schools, and my father, Edward Iringhill, was assistant superintendent in the Santa Cruz City Schools, they knew each other and would play golf together. When talking on the golf course, my father and Jennifer's father discovered they had children exactly the same ages. By the way, one of the best things about golfing is that you can talk for a couple of hours with your friends. Our family started doing things together, probably about once a month. 
We had barbecues together. We had salmon bakes together. The food was delicious, and it was fun to be with their family. And it was particularly fun to be with and to play with Jennifer. For some reason, I felt happy when I was with her. The Hill and the Hawkins families went to the beach together several times. I loved building sandcastles and digging up sand crabs with Jennifer. I noticed she looked very pretty in a swimming suit. I always look forward to our time together with the Hawkins family. And at school, I look for opportunities to be around Jennifer. Casually, of course. The romantic highlight of my life to that point in time came about six months after we started doing things with the Hawkins family. Our two families crammed into one station wagon and drove together from Santa Cruz through Pacific Grove and Pebble Beach on the famous 17-mile drive. We then had a picnic at Dennis the Menace Playground in Monterey. There were many, many fun things to play on with the theme of the comic strip called Dennis the Menace. Instead of playing with the other children, Jennifer and I played together by ourselves and laughed and laughed and laughed. I had never had so much fun. I was so excited, and I didn't know why. Can you guess why I was excited? You're right. It was because I liked Jennifer, and she was a girl, and I was a boy. On the way home, I sat by Jennifer, and we sat very close. It wasn't by choice. There were ten of us in our station wagon that was supposed to seat nine. We had four in the back seat that was supposed to seat three. I thought it felt really good to sit close to her. Afterwards, I thought that maybe I would like her to be my girlfriend. Some of the girls in fourth grade had boyfriends, but almost none of the boys had girlfriends. Still, I wanted her to be my girlfriend. Both Jennifer and I had birthdays in April. I was surprised that on my birthday, Jennifer gave me a present. I don't remember what the present was, but I do remember she gave me a present, and I was excited that she remembered my birthday. She gave me a birthday card where she wrote some nice things about me and signed it with her name with a little heart. I was excited. I decided to give Jennifer the best present ever for her birthday. She loved horses, so I took some of my money that I had worked so hard to earn and bought her a nice plastic horse that she could play with. I wrote her a note to tell her clearly that I liked her and wanted her to be my girlfriend. I waited for a response, but I didn't get a response other than a little thank you for the horse. I guess my note was too direct too soon. And then, coincidentally, our family stopped doing things together. In fifth grade, Jennifer was in a different class, so I rarely saw her. My feelings for her just faded away. Well, that's my bedtime story for tonight. In future stories, I will tell you about other friends that were girls and even girlfriends. I will tell you about the first time I held hands, the first time that I kissed other than as a four-year-old, and the first time I said the words, I love you. Those stories could be exciting. As you are growing, I hope you remember that it's good to have friends. If you are a boy, it's good to have friends that are boys, and it's good to have friends who are girls. If you are a girl, it's good to have friends that are girls, and it's good to have friends that are boys. And I hope when you grow up 
that you will get married to your very best friend of the opposite sex. Happiness is being married to your best friend. I know that's true. Sweet dreams, chocolate creams, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. I love you. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.